I, for oh. one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And how lucky that when the theme song is done playing from a previous episode, previous record, it just starts over again. So we got a little teensy weensy little clip of the end of the end of the theme song there, and followed by the full one. Lovely. Lovely. You know, we're still getting our footing, so. Yeah, this is only, I don't know. F- what Eight, it? nine years, or nine years, I think we just had. Uh, yeah. A little e- Easter egg, just just for a uh, special episode. Yeah. 100 and, what, yeah, and keen, sharp-eared listeners will remember there's more, even more fuck-ups in the original days, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about some movies we've seen. Hopefully no fuck-ups in these, huh? Robert, lead us off. You seemed especially excited about some of these Ooh. movies you've seen. Um, I just feel like I had a lot. I have a lot more under my belt since we last, uh, since we last got together. Yeah, last um, time we saw what was under your belt, and we weren't too impressed. <laughs> Speak yeah, for yourself. Well, not, not about the size of the boats, but the motion in the ocean, my man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a way that guys with small dicks say that I'm good, though. <laughs> I heard that's also a good um, line in uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, too. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what the Awa says when they finally connect with uh-huh. her. The go- their god is like, "Hey, man, it's about the motion <laughs> in the ocean." Um, we rewatched the Royal We Me, uh, The Shining. Nice cozy January movie. Just when you're like kind of feeling like stuck at home and it's chilly out, and you're like, "Oh, let's settle the, down." Uh, with- the the Stephen Weber or the Jack. Jack Nicholson version. I've only seen the TV movie version once or twice. Isn't and, the uh, TV movie version technically more faithful to the book? It it is, and yeah, because it'll it does stuff like uh, the hedge animals come alive at one point, or they, or at least you think they come alive. At least to Danny, I think they do. Um, but they look. Ooh, they look fucking great. It in is this like TV a, movie. it is like a sci-fi original movie, right, or something. Like I that? think so. Yeah. It might have been. Uh, there's a part that is really creepy in the book that I think they do in the TV movie as well, where like he goes under a piece of playground equipment or into this like it's like almost like one of those like tunnels that would run kind of underneath the playground or like through underneath a play place. And there's like a blockage or something in there. And it's like a body or some sort of corpse that like reanimates and is coming towards him. And it's just chilling. Um, so all that's in there. And then um, at the end, I believe that against the houses, the the hotel's wishes, Jack is able to. Uh, fuck up the boiler and like blow blow portion of the building up and kill himself but basically like saves Danny and uh, Wendy by being like get out of here I'll stay behind and do this and I don't think it's not as a cool of a ending to me as the movie where he's stalking his child through a hedge maze and then freezes to death. I heard one of the um, uh, changes for the Jack Nicholson movie though to really drive home that he's going crazy is they took away his Lakers tickets yeah and he can't he can't spill chili all down the front and onto the court anymore. Isn't that what he did one time? <laughs> they have to stop the game to pick up Jack Nicholson's chili. Sorry, Shaq. I uh... yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna say like to show he was going crazy. He 
his character falls in a vat of acid and his, his skin gets bleached. And he's like, <laughs> ah, I can't believe I run this hotel. Tape his um, smile open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Boogie Nights again. It's a great movie. I think I watched that again. I think I watched that last year too, but All 13 I'll watch it whenever. It. It's a great movie. It's a movie about family. It's so good. And I hate that Mark Wahlberg. I mean, I don't like Mark Wahlberg very much. Not a good dude. I hate that Mark Wahlberg he, too. Uh, but the worst thing he's ever done <laughs> is uh, he says he like regrets this role. I believe he said that like he wishes he had never done this movie. And it's like, this is your best fucking movie. Like you, this is your best performance in my opinion. So the fact that he wants to disown it is uh, sucks. I also heard that he, one of the reasons he wasn't on uh, the flight during nine 11, he could have stopped it was he was too busy promoting boogie nights. Mm. So really, I mean like that's, that really adds up to the whole things would have been different. If he had been there. So I'm guessing he was like promoting a re-release or something. I don't know <laughs> it when the, it came it out. It was the Criterion I... DVD. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I rewatched um, Rogue One uh, since I have just been. I'm just waiting for the next Andor, so I wanted to get some more Diego Luna. Good stuff. Great. That's a great movie. And so weird going back. I went back and also watched the trailers and like seeing so many of the scenes that like completely get changed or cut out. And, uh, you know, like the TIE fighter flying right up to Jin on the walkway or them running on the beach and the at at like turning right to them and being like, time to blast. Yeah, it says that just crazy. Wow. <laughs> um, I heard blah, changing, blah. they might be changing some rules. Like there was some litigation brought in about uh, false I advertising and trailers. Yeah, I saw this. That like you don't know what kind of movie you're going into if they just like they're taking footage and then you're not even getting that footage if you went to it, a movie based on some it, bit of that. that. That's such a weird thing because that means you couldn't that means you couldn't show footage that you that you didn't know was locked in wasn't locked in and that's or, just such or a once weird precedent it, to set. Once you show it in the trailer, you it is locked in. Or what if like it's like it? stay after the credits to see the movie, the scenes we show in the trailer just to make sure we don't get sued. <laughs> um, I, and I kind of like prefer not knowing exactly like uh, that that you could be getting something different than what's in the trailer. Sometimes. Well, that's why I'm suing Marvel because they, you know, cleverly will make it so like Thor has both of his eyes in the, the Ragnarok trailer, even though he gets one taken out in the scene you sh- it shows. So and I'm mad about that. So I'm saying you should have spoiled that. And I, and I'm coming for your ass. Um, no, very serious, uh, very stupid. And that'll be, a, if that even is held up in any way, it'll be very frivolous and, and shitty. Um, I rewatched a couple barbarians, Conan the, and just barbarian. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was a, a, that was a good way to, uh, to put that forward. <laughs> <laughs> Not confusing at all. Um, Conan the Barbarian and Barbarian, uh, just a coincidence that one was on at a bar and then I, I like finished it at home and then I just rewatched Barbarian. You're like Barbarian. Where, where have I heard that before? Where have I heard that? Do I, do I like that? Um, yeah, let's find out. I probably didn't watch that enough last year. Well, time to watch again. Um, also the Batman loved, uh, Robert Pattinson's as the Batman, uh, excited for, we were talking a little bit before the record about some stuff, some changes coming down the pipe for DC and kind of them mapping out their next sort of decade of stuff. It's oh, called the, yeah. uh, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, they're just going all in on, um, just the flash, I think is what they want to do. <laughs> Only the flash stuff. Um, but no, I, to... the, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go for it, Robert. You oh, just that they, they acknowledge that they want a a DC cinematic sort of timeline and characters that will all fit in and 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 work across movies, and then also acknowledge that stuff like the Joker and the Batman will exist as their own universe. Um, who's who's to say if they won't do you know uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and and bring those characters over? But I would kind of like them to remain in their own bubble universes, and that way there's not a lot of because then you don't have to see any other movies to watch. Yeah. The Batman or the next Batman. And I think they're, they they're, they're calling it like else worlds. So it's yes. like the, the idea that it's like completely separate. You don't like it's, which it's is detached and it's not going to yeah. uh, come up. DC chat. Attached. A different. different <laughs> it's what uh, is the official term for it. Um, no, I, I think that's encouraging. Cause I, I think I've said that before where I was like, I wish they weren't so locked into like the Marvel thing. I would love for them to just do like random movies and then you can just cast whoever's good for it and do one movie and then that's it. And I'm glad that they're still doing that in some ways and there will still be a core storyline and then some fun ones on the side. So it was a little disappointing when Marvel did what ifs. First of all, they made it into a single TV show to make sure like this isn't, you know, you couldn't separate anything from it. But then even within that TV show, they made all of the stories connect at the mm-hmm. end where like it really did not need to do that. So I like that DC is doing this Elseworlds thing of, you know, you can still have a different take on whatever. And you you have this label, so it's not super confusing to people watching. Okay, this is, you know, not associated with it. It's not like the grandma, you idiot. Movie. You're supposed to get the Elseworlds Batman. <laughs> Go back like, to Blockbuster 2. This is in the future where there's the new blockbuster. I also watched uh, Uncle Buck, which I think I might have watched last year, too. But God, that movie fucking is good. I it's it might be my favorite. Pancake I don't know, it might movie? be my favorite John. Huh? Your favorite pancake movie? <laughs> no, that's uh, Dan in real life, actually. <laughs> um. Uh, it's just really good. I mean, you guys have seen it, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's no, I'm just unfamiliar. So tra- I made the pancake joke. Just that it was a wild swing and I guess I hit. Hey, <laughs> a pancake in that movie. I don't think I, I've I seen mean, either, I don't, I just didn't know if you'd movies. seen it recently enough. I don't know. But, uh, if you haven't do yourself a favor, have you met? When's the last time Uncle you saw Uncle Buck? Max? I don't think I've seen it. And when's what, the last who, time you saw the, it? When's the last time you saw the cover for Dan in real life? <laughs> who's Dan? Was it? Dan in real life was uh, Steve, Steve Carell, Carell, but the poster is him like on his side on like pancakes. Oh, um, yeah, and I don't I know how much that actually factors into the movie. You got to see, uh, got to see it, dude. Uncle Buck is John Candy, and it's a John Hughes movie where <laughs> yeah, I uh, think I've seen it. These uh, the his brother-in-law or his brother or whatever um, has to they have to leave town because there's been like a heart attack in the family and they have to leave town and they can't leave the kids. Uh, it's Macaulay Culkin, and then this sweet little girl. There we go, Dan in real life. Um, on pancakes. Macaulay Culkin, this other actress who's really great in it, and then this—I don't remember the who the teenage daughter is, but she is so. Um, she really nails how miserable and mean teenagers can be um, in a very believable and and way where you're like, God, this freaking girl. Um, but it's really great, and I also think Macaulay Culkin is better in this than Home Alone. I think this is prior to Home Alone, and he just is like more natural. I feel like he—he's also not you know running up to the camera and slapping his face like in Home Alone, so maybe that's a factor too. But um, it's really good. You should watch it if you haven't seen it, Max, because it's just this fun little 
story about this guy who's kind of a kind of a freeloader, uh, you know, really showing up and trying to take care of these people in a crisis. And um, it's very sweet and it's very funny. And uh, it's just that got that John Hughes magic. And if you want to see a movie about a lonely <clears throat> widower who falls in love with his brother's girlfriend, check out Dan in real life. I mean, it's just a... <clears throat> Dane All Cook. Right. You know, what else can you ask for? Yeah. Next week, this will be my my marathon back to back. Those two movies. Which one do you like more? Yeah. Pancake Madness. The uh, the last couple I wanted to mention, uh, finally got around to watching the menu with uh, Beast from the X-Men and uh, the Vich, uh, girl from the Vich, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. And, why, didn't, um, why didn't you go with the other uh, Marvel property, New Mutants? Wasn't she in that? Oh, that's right. She's magic. I was actually trying to think. I was like, is she in a thing? Yeah, you're right. Well, movie sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I don't think I was over the moon about it like some folks were. Um, I had minor stuff like in a non... Like I knew, I knew something that was happening at the end because someone had posted about it already. And I was like, well, fuck. Oh, well. Um, but it wasn't really, didn't spoil anything. It was more like, well, I know this is going to pop up at some point, but I don't know how, um, Ray Fiennes is in it as the, as the titular, the menu man. Um, <laughs> but no, it is, Mr. it is, menu. it's doing funny stuff with, um, uh, kind of talking about the service industry and kind of how snooty fancy restaurants can be, but also the kind of people that go to those places and how they treat uh service workers um it's just like a weird dark comedy but uh i recommend it i liked it <laughs> there is a good letterboxd review of it that was just can i get uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i saw a tweet that was like this would never happen at an olive garden <laughs> <laughs> um and then the last couple i wanted to mention um were i watched puss in boots for the first time uh, which was, I thought was fine. It was pretty cute. And, uh, there were a couple of scenes, there was like one or two scenes that really made me laugh out loud and uh, around, um, having to do with Humpty Dumpty, who's a character in the, in the movie. Um, at one point, sorry, spoilers for Puss in Boots, but he basically is like, I was, uh, you know, I was there every time that, you know, I was watching you the whole time, this, the whole course of the film. And then it cuts back to scenes that we've seen in the movie, but he's been like added into them. So like everyone at the bar is looking at Puss in Boots and then in the background you see like Humpty Dumpty like turn around in a chair and also look at him. <laughs> or like he's in a room with a bunch of other cats and they're having uh -huh. this dance battle. And then like he is in like a cat outfit kind of like next to the guitar. And it's like, he was definitely not there. So it's <laughs> very, very funny. That's that funny. Including like it catches up to like the scene we saw like a minute ago and he's like truly just standing over Puss in Boots and then like, <laughs> flies up towards the screen <laughs> and i just thought it was really good um it is kind of it has that uh sort of still that shrek art style where like some of the humans and characters are really ugly mm -hmm. um and and on purpose but like i almost forgot because it had been a minute since i'd seen the original shrek where like the two of the bad guys are are jack and jill and it's um it's uh billy bob thornton and amy sedaris are are the casting and it's pretty funny and jack's whole thing is that like i didn't know they were a couple in the nursery rhyme i always thought that they were like brother and sister I, I, 
brother and sister or like weren't a couple i don't know anyway i guess i didn't it's also not a very deep I, I, that was all me i suppose but uh could be uh could be stepbrother and sister there's a whole category of that on uh on the internet yeah, they were smart they would have yeah uh jack it really wants a baby he's like let's have a baby and and and, and jill's like we take care of the we raise like hogs just enjoy you know raise one of the hogs or something and then he's like pressing her and she's like look like i'm not ruining this body i look good it's <laughs> like these huge monster people which uh. is just like very funny um so it, it definitely had its moments it was really good but the real highlight is i watched that the morning before i went and saw uh puss in boots the last wish which is in theaters and that movie fucking rocked. I've heard really it. good things about it. It's fu- it's really great. I don't think it's, I think it's still like a $25 kind of rental thing. Like, I don't know when it's becoming, you know, a standard rental fee, but do not wait to watch it. You don't really need to have watched Puss in Boots ahead of time. I wanted to watch it because I was like, well, I probably should see the previous film before I go and see it. But the only real carryover is there's his love interest, Kitty Soft Paws, who shows back up. Um, and then they allude I don't to like other that stuff. Name. That, I don't like that name. I thought it was weird at first, but it's it's cute. And it does mean that she can like puff her hands out and like grab stuff deftly. It makes her like a better. Um, a speaking, better of, uh, speaking of a cat reaching out, trying to yeah, grab stuff. Mac in it, the it makes her a better thief. Open the door. Um, but I'll uh, I'll let one of you guys vamp for one second while I take care of my my puss in boots real quick. Vamp. You're done. Your, your section's Cut done. Cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> Max, what have you seen? Uh, well, I watched the first three seconds of Black Adam. Uh, and then... <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, but the, oh, I want to say... Come back and interrupt. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm coming back. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much about the movie, but you've heard correctly, Andrew, there is, it's really good. It addresses some stuff like, uh, Where's anxiety. Shrek? Huh? Where's Shrek? <laughs> yeah. Shrek, I, hey, there's possibly, there's a moment where Puss thinks about his life and Shrek pops up. So I was happy about that. Um, no, he's being stalked by a bounty hunter, this fucking wolf that is like such a great villain in the movie. Um, and it's really great. And there's also this little like service animal dog that ends up on the adventure with him and, and Kitty Softpaws. Um, and the thing that I didn't know from any of the advertising that I thought was a pleasant surprise, and he really did a great job of being, t- speaking of giant monstrous people, um, the, this character, uh, uh, little Jack Horner, who's now big Jack Horner and it's John Mulaney doing the voice. Um, he's great. And he's just unsympathetically like evil and like collects magical items. They're like, there's a scene actually where Betsy Zadaro is actually a voice in the movie. Um, and there's a scene where they're like pointing out all the stuff in his room. And they're like, wow, are those unicorn horns? He's like baby unicorn horns. He's like, they're <laughs> twice as sharp. <laughs> like, like, he's just very happy about them. Uh-huh. Um, and um, yeah, as, as the movie progresses, you're kind of like wondering, like everyone's trying to get to this wishing star to, you know, to make a wish. And, and I'll just reveal that his, <laughs> they're like, what, what do you want? He's like, my, my only wish is that I have all the magic on the planet and no one else can have it. <laughs> It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just completely selfish and evil. Um, it's incredibly good when it's uh, available to rent. Don't wait to do it because uh, it's excellent. And the art style has changed where it's softer. Um, it looks more stylized. It almost looks like drawn in some ways. And I don't know what the technique is, but there's moments where like people will run and it looks like there's like frames chopped out. It almost reminded me of like um, 
into the Spider-Verse a little bit, where like someone's moving really fast, but it's like, and it's just kind of like, it's definitely like, I've seen the style before. Did you make that but, noise because um, they also played Sunflower in Puss in Boots? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like jamming out in his, he's got like headphones on. Um, no, it was really, really good. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Oh, and I should have mentioned, I'll, oh, one last thing was the Rise. Sorry. <laughs> like the third one last movie. <laughs> I know. But this is really good too. Was Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. I've never seen the show, but I kept getting these clips on like, I don't know if I saw it on like Twitter or something like that of like, I follow like an animation account and it'll just like tweet kind of like cool you know, well uh, choreographed or drawn scenes and stuff like that. And there's one of them fighting Shredder that is so fucking badass. But I think that's from the actual uh, show. So I went and found out on like Paranormal Plus or something. And then I was like, I wonder if the movie's any good. And I watched it and it's got Krang in it. And there is, I, there is a fight where they're fighting Krang and like flying through the air and using all like, they have like really cool ninja powers in it. I was just like, man, if I, if this had been out when I was a little kid, I don't know. I would have said Star Wars what? Like, it would have been... I already loved Ninja Turtles, but it was, like, so badass that I was just like, God, this fucking rocks. Like, Leo can throw his katana and, like, teleport to or from it. And Mikey can... um, His nunchucks can, like... It almost becomes, like, a energy, like, orange energy and flies out as much as he wants and wrap people up. Max, you're looking at me like, this is the dumbest sounding shit. No, this is cool. I like the changes. I like they still have their weapons, but I like the changes of this this sort of uh, mystic powers that they have, and it makes the fights more interesting. And I'll send you the clip afterwards if you don't think it's badass. We then what? Then what? Like our friendship. That's what's happening. Well, if you want more Ninja Turtles, you should uh, play Knockout City with me. <laughs> oh, okay. Get the turtles. Well, maybe, maybe we can reach the middle ground. Um, no, it was, I, I really did, uh, like it though. And, uh, even, even not having watched the show beforehand, I was like, this was really, this was better, much better than I thought it would be. And I, if I were a kid watching Ninja Turtles nowadays, I was like happy to see that there is still great, uh, great turtle representation out there. Nice. Any other last movies you want to talk about? Nope. That'll do it for me. All right. So back to Black Adam. (laughs) I watched the first three seconds of Black Adam. First three seconds. Uh, and then Jenny said she hadn't watched Shazam. So we went back and watched Shazam. And uh, uh, it's still a pretty fun movie. But I kind of forgot about some of the like dumb hero stuff that they do. Like there's one point where he, uh, there's a a bus that's falling off of a, um, a bridge. Mm-hmm. It's his fault that it's falling off of the bridge. And then like it's kind of dangling there for a long time while he's trying to figure out his powers and how to, how to solve the problem. And while Mm -hmm. he's there, two people, I think maybe even three fall from the very back of the bus to the front of the bus, hit, hit the glass window and it starts to crack. Right. Mm -hmm. Those people would be fucked the hell Mm -hmm. up, but it just kind of like ignores that they, they brush it off at the end. But also, the way that he finally figures out to solve this problem is he allows the bus to fall all the way down to the ground, except for the maybe six feet of height that he is. And he he catches it once it already hits the ground and then puts it down. I fucking hate that scene. That's terrible. He just let it fall. I mean, isn't he just... 
isn't he just like getting the hang of things too? Like he is, but it doesn't make any physical sense. He he that's basically a bus full of dead people that he failed to save. And yet they play it off as if somehow that didn't happen. It's it's basically like, oh my gosh, I started this fire. You have all these people burning, their skin falls off, and then he's like, Jesus. Okay, I'll I'll put them out with some water. And then they're like, Oh, phew, man. Thanks for thanks for saving us, even though I'm already dead from having burnt for 15 minutes, right? Like it doesn't make sense that that saved them. The fact that he waited for the bus to fall all the way down to the ground and then caught it when it was there. He needed like a paw Kent to tell him to not even do that in the first place. <laughs> just let it fall. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's a silly well, so movie. Dude, just let him let him get hurt, maybe. <laughs> I forgot Mark Strong was in it. Then we went back. We watched Black Adam, uh, and it turns out you do not have to watch Shazam. Yeah, I could have told all. you that. You could have texted <laughs> yeah, me. I, I, I could have told you that probably, and I haven't seen the fucking thing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to do with the first movie. Uh, it's pretty damn bad. Uh, there is no excuse in 2022, the year that it was made, to put a fucking Kanye West song in there. Absolutely. Even, even Absolutely. Though, even though the lyrics might be, no one man should have all this power. And that's like the the, the plot of your movie, right. whatever. You don't put Kanye West in there. This is after he said that black people were enslaved because they just weren't like they they just didn't want to not be enslaved enough. The movie it, came it out was after it yeah. was after he made poopy scoop doop whatever <laughs> that fucking song. After everything that Kanye has done, I know he's done stupider shit since then. Yeah, but like no matter how far back this movie was in production, there is no excuse. It that came Kanye out. West it came it. out theatrically in October. There is so much time between <laughs> any name any controversy that Kanye West has been associated oh with or perpetrated himself there is so much time for you to decide we can edit the song out of the movie absolutely it's just like they did not print the movie in like fucking 2013 or something and it's just like sitting around you can edit this shit out and it was just like it yeah you're absolutely right it is completely <laughs> unforgivable that that's in there uh yeah uh there are other especially when uh black adam's like <clears throat> i agree with everything this guy <laughs> Thanks. I believe, I, I'm just going to yeah. put my only one wise human. Here's yeah. here's another problem that actually plagued both Shazam and Black Adam. Both of these movies, for some reason that I have not been able to figure out, uh, spent the movie trying to figure out what their name would be. When it's the fucking name of the movie, as a as a watcher, you know exactly what the yeah the, this character is supposed to be. In the first movie, yeah, he says Shazam, right? And so, like, that becomes his name. Big fucking whoop. But he's like, well, yeah, what should I call myself? The Red Cyclone? The Thunder? The, like, Well, isn't up. part of that, too, that he can't be Captain Marvel? Yeah. Because that, yeah. So but they're, the, he's like, Captain Marvel. And they're like, shut the, shut the fuck up. If they had made some sort of joke like that and that was it, that would have been fine. But it's like a running thing throughout the movie. Well, what do you call this guy? Don't do it. It's not interesting. As Isn't a viewer, that a bad idea? Because like, if you have to say your name, you could depower or power up accidentally. It's very strange. And it's especially strange when you have another character. Actually, you have like seven other characters by the end of the first Shazam. But by the end of uh, Black Adam, you have so many characters that also say Shazam in order to get their powers. And yet this one character is called like, Were you Shazam. calling me or were you just yeah, powering up? Ah, it's it's ridiculous. But it's like also in the house, the like, hey, Shazam, come here. 
he just and there's like in the, the whole house being destroyed by lightning every time so the rock's character is named teth adam and yep. they and sounds like a good name for a movie the the kid is like there's no way no way you can call yourself teth adam nobody it's not going to catch on there's not we got to come up with something else. Like, I don't know. You wear a lot of black and they don't even, they leave it there. They don't, it's not even like they come up with the name at that point. He's like, what is they this just, color? Like, I wear? <laughs> yeah. Dumbest shit ever. So pointless. But this movie is full of dumb and pointless. There are so many lines. And I think like, I'm just um, shocked. Like why, why did you want to watch this? Like after Andrew said, like <laughs> you guys dodged a bullet. Like this was on our list for a potential move. And we were, and he was like, this is honestly worse. Morbius. Like, don't bother. Like, it's true. It's true. I, I he gave you all the clues. It's one of those things where, like, I've got to see it. Sometimes to, you do to want to make see for my yourself. own decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing with Morbius. I knew it was bad, and I wanted, you know, want to know how bad and why it's bad, and how are like, is this going to happen? I don't know. Do you agree with me that it's worse than Morbius? By the way, um, I know it's a tough call. These are not. It neither is a tough of these call. are. Yeah. I might. I might go. Ah, uh, I don't know. I, they're both I, bad. I mean, it's it's a competition bad. for worst place, and it's just like whatever. But I yeah. yeah I was, and I was just thinking, yeah, Kanye makes it bad, but Jared Leto also makes it bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, that's one. It's a tough call. So if far, you, so far, Morbius has not tanked the Sony Spider Verse yet. So, and Black Adam was <laughs> the the, the last finale. straw well, of the. I DCEU. mean, it was pretty embarrassing to hear Rock like kind of torpedo this thing by himself like did you did you hear he even like i mean this is like a you know not in the movie but i guess for the premiere he was insisting even though it was like an all ages like showing for the movie that like his terramana tequila have like a stand yeah. there or something yeah. it's like dude what are you fucking doing like stop with yourself for two seconds it's pretty dumb know. well Will Robert have watched Black Adam by the end of 2023? <laughs> Probably not. Let's see. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe you have the willpower that I don't because I have, I had to see it for myself. Uh, I'll, 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 re-watch, I'll watch something awful, you know, on purpose. You by, you know, yeah. yeah. Eventually you'll see this. I'm sure it's a DC movie. You've got to, you gotta, um, but it's, it's interesting. They have like the justice society, right. And it's uh, made up of four characters. Four characters: Doctor Fate, uh, Hawkman. Okay, these are all probably going to be huge characters. So yeah, continue. Doctor Fate, of course, it's like the Doctor Strange of DC. So keep going. Yeah, uh, Hawkman. Huge. Yep. Hey, he's a huge. He's a big league member. So that makes hey, sense. You, yeah. You want a big character? There's <laughs> one called uh, the Atom Smasher. And by the way, I'm enunciating this because they don't in the movie. They say, "Hey, we're putting together an elite team to take out Black Adam. Let's get the Atom Smasher." Yeah, and, and if you don't have the subtitles on, you're like, okay, that seems like a good person. A specific, yeah, why has he been around yeah. for Black so Adam. long? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're like, we have the perfect. He just, yeah, just in and case Black Adam shows kill, up. His power so, is killing Adam, so that's great. There are now, though, I wish they would though, address that. What? Is that different than the Adam? He's the he's like the grandson of the Adam, right? Oh. So, I don't know. I watched that. I don't even know. Okay. But anyway, know, he grows really big. That's his. That's his thing. Uh, he's like. I, the, Ant-Man in the uh, second movie and the first I don't giant know, giant really man. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's not as big, but okay. So let's finish it off strong. What's the huge, the last <laughs> the huge last justice one? society character. Cyclone, <laughs> I think is her name. Is that right? Yeah. 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 But here's, here's the thing that really weirds me out. Right. So this is justice society, the backup 
Justice League, essentially. And they have two rookie members mm-hmm. out of four. So basically the team <laughs> before team this mission was two before people. This mission was two people. It was Who, Hawkman and Dr. Fate. And the and the movie just <laughs> indicates society. You, the movie indicates to you that these two people have not just been like the two sole members, but they've been the two sole members for a long time because they're like they're Cause always calling yeah. each other old friend and you know, like it's just like Huge this, history. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And they really, really shoehorn in a relationship between the Atom Smasher and Cyclone. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, how this... when, when would they have assembled the Justice Society between the events of the Justice League movies and now? They've been around for a long time, Dr. Long Fate. Time. Uh, it just, mm. just has... So these are, these are more people that the greatest detective on Earth, Batman, didn't know about the existence of? And didn't yeah, email. That's the other thing. Yeah. He's like... He's got all he's oh, someone forgot to send an down. attachment so he didn't get the <laughs> symbols of all of those characters. Damn. Yeah, maybe they didn't have the symbols down. That's why he's like mm, he didn't get that. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a bad movie. You should watch it. Uh Andrew and Robert. Watch I'll watch it again. It again. I guess I'm watching it again. <laughs> yeah, you missed some stuff. That's what we're gonna do for the next episode. Okay. I also watched Three Thousand Years of Longing, which oh, I is watch that still. Uh, Tilda Swinton and uh, and Idris Elba. Id- Idris Elba plays a jinn and uh, a D-J-I-N-N, uh, a genie, essentially. And um, Tilda Swinton is a novelist, a story writer, who r- like runs into him. She, she gets a, a bottle and, and awakens him. And then he kind of goes through and explains his past. And then it becomes a bit of a love story. It's interesting. It's got a lot of really cool visuals. Uh, I like the performances. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, the next one I watched was After Yang, which is... Oh, I need to watch that too. Yeah, it's uh, The Penguin. Also... <laughs> After Penguin? After Penguin. Yeah. Uh, I Colin Farrell. Yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> they, they pitched that title. And he's like, oh, what are you showing me here? Oh. <laughs> it also has a character from... Uh, or an act an actor from uh, white Lotus season two. And it's about a, uh, a family that has a like stand in son, an artificial son that they buy secondhand. Uh, and then um, they kind of go about trying to figure out what was going on with him and, uh, and like uncovering some of his, his history and kind of how he experiences the world as a, an android is a, a fake human. And it's pretty, pretty interesting. I like that one. I also watched a movie called Monday, which has Sebastian Stan and uh, Deirdre from, uh, from Andor. Is that her name? The Imperial. Uh, Dedra Miro. Yeah. Dedra. Uh, so like she's a lawyer who gets dumped at the beginning and uh, ends up hooking up with this DJ played by Sebastian Stan. They're both living in Greece at the time and uh, they kind of end up getting into a relationship and it's, it's kind of like years and years of, of their tumultuous relationship. Sounds like a lot of Mondays. A lot of Mondays. Yeah. They, they do this thing throughout the movie where they keep showing the day, but it's always Friday. And then they're like the, the last one is a Monday. Um, Yeah. That's the, that's what they do with that. I watched the movie Stillwater, which is uh, Matt Damon, and it's kind of like based on the um, Amanda Knox true story, 
but without her permission, consent, or whatever. And it kind of exp- it tells the story essentially of what her the prosecution against her alleged, um, and so she wasn't too happy with the fact that like they based it so closely on her story. Uh, but made some changes, right? But the changes they made were basically just what she was accused of. And um, I don't know. I I didn't know too much about the story or the controversy uh, when I watched it. So it was kind of an interesting movie. There are some cute parts to it. But this is another example right after Monday of um, Americans living overseas and being complete Americans in the worst ways is like the reason that the world hates us um and thinking they own the world but uh but it was it was interesting for the watch i don't know probably if i had known the controversy beforehand i don't know if i would have uh, watched it in the same way uh and then that's it on tv uh on yeah (laughs) probably would have gone into theaters and given it some or on on your or on your phone like uh scorsese wants (laughs) exactly The true home theater experience. Uh, Andrew, what have, what have you seen? I watched all six Mission Impossible movies. Wow. That's impossible. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, so I have thoughts on all of them. Mission Impossible 1. I don't think I'd really seen all the way through before. Wow. Whoa. Uh, fun movie. Yeah, it's great. I, I think like it sets the the universe up well. I mean, you know, you know, you know Tom, you know Ving. And that's about all you need to know from the first one. Then the second one happens. I think the second one sucks. Like I thought that <laughs> I um John Woo's first American film, I believe. Yeah. And it's a good I, John Woo movie. I'll say that. Yeah. I think it's a I I mean, like, it's one of those things you don't know obviously what's gonna come after it, and I kind of judge it based on what came after it when you're making it. Mm-hmm. But as a Mission Impossible movie, it sucks. And, like, trying to make Ethan Hunt into, like, a James Bond was a mistake. Because he's, like, he's, like, a womanizer. You know, he's, like, like, he's flirting with every woman who comes in front of him. It's just, like, this isn't, like, again, I'm basing it off of what comes later. But, like, Ethan Hunt, to me, is not fucking James Bond. And so, like... Who's the, um, who's the love interest? It's, um... It's, uh, it's uh, Tandy Newton, right? Tandy Newton, correct, yes. Tandy um, White Newton. Newton, yeah. Sorry, thank you. Um, yeah, it's 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 frustrating because I because um, like you said, I think there's some good John Wooness. There's some fun reveals with all the masks in it, especially at the end. There's I thought great... there was two. There was like one too, too many, much. or maybe even two too many in it. Sure. And I also like was I was like, oh boy, I bet there's gonna be a fucking bird scene in this. And of course, like it happens so <laughs> late course. in it. Oh yeah. But there is a very big. I was just like. Wow, maybe they're not going to do it, and there's a huge one towards the end. But and then I they were, then they start walking towards that pigeon factory, and you're like, oh boy, here <laughs> oh, we no. go. Oh no! But the the rock climbing and didn't like Limp Biscuit do the soundtrack? Yeah, or uh, Limp Biscuit's uh, what is it like? Take a look around or something is yeah. the theme song. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh. And then when they're like shooting up in the lab, it's it's break stuff. I think <laughs> later on, yeah. they're extras in the movie too. Um, yeah, yeah it's, into a club they, they, they play the motorcycles in the motorcycle scene. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, again, I'm judging it based on other Mission Impossible movies. This is the first time I'd seen Mission Impossible two, also, and I just don't think it's. I, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hold up very well? Again, Ethan Hunt being kind of like a ladies' man, I don't think works. And I think like yeah, I need him in a committed relationship. 
Well, and that's what's great about three. Yes. He's in a great I to me, Mission Possible Three, it's not I think it's not on par with the the following three movies. But to me, Mission Impossible 3 is the Fast Five of the Mission Impossible series where I don't think you need to see Mission Impossible 1 or 2 to, like, know that, like... It, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, it feels like the most... It feels like the way that you... Yeah, you could say, like, oh, you want to watch Mission Impossible? Like, you could start with 3. Yes. Or, like, you could start with 4. There's there's ways of entry for, for some of them in that way, which I appreciate. Yeah. So. And I think like, you actually, you, you got to start with three, but then you go back to one mm, and then you skip over to yeah, four and the machete order. One. This is Topher yeah. Grace's order, right? Yeah. Um, the machete Topher Grace order. Yeah. So I think like you can start with three and the only thing you need to know is they're spies and Ving Rhames has got his back no matter what. Like that's all you need to know going into three because they don't even introduce Michelle Monaghan until three. Like, it's not like she's a character in the first one or something like, you know, whatever, yeah. like they, introduce- I would watch the first one. Cause you got the, you got the professional in there. To- yeah. True. I think that's a fine one to, yeah. Uh, and also there's a character in three <laughs> that are in one that is for sure coming back in the new one. Oh really? The guy, I, the guy he's you- having, well, I don't want to, it's in the trailer, but you know, the guy he's having the conversation with next to the tank of uh, the fish tank and then like does the gum. He's like the agent who's like, you know, Wait, Emilio Estevez? Tell- no, 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 no. And that <laughs> character's also. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has an elevator attached to his face now. Um, no, I can't remember the name of the actor, but like he's, yeah. he's, he's the one talking to Hunt in that restaurant and then he does the red light, green light and smashes through and runs. And that guy's Asa coming lasagna. Back. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 He's like, a, he's like an agent. He, he maybe is part of MI6 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but three, you know, uh, fucking, why can't I remember the Philip Seymour Hoffman is just, oh, he's a, so good. just such a deplorable bad guy in it he's so that balances it more for me because i i don't i don't think it's the best of the movies but his performance is really great he's so good and uh, yeah it's where i mean like it's for me where the franchise starts and then ghost protocol if you want to argue that ghost protocol is the best one i wouldn't fight you on it i think it's awesome the the action sequences are great um which one am i thinking of what was after that uh ghost protocol is yeah, Rogue okay. Rogue Nation. Ghost Protocol is Dubai, Sandstorm on the run. Yeah. Uh, he's like isn't, isn't Spider-Man it Kremlin in the on beginning? the side of the on the side of the building. Yes, yeah, the Kremlin is the in the beginning. The Kremlin is the beginning. Okay, yes, and that's another good mask kind of scene. Oh, that is yeah. a great gadget in the movie oh, with the, the screen, the back, the like background thing that they're projecting. Yeah. Oh my god, that that's thing awesome. is so fucking cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that goes if again if go. If somebody says Ghost this Protocol, is also the Renner one. introduction, correct? Renner introduction. It's Brad Bird directed the movie. It's fucking awesome. I was just like so happy watching that movie. So good. Rogue Nation. Villains kind of villains kind of forgettable, but it is whatever. It whatever. Is. Yeah. yeah. Rogue Nation. Uh, fine. I think it's. I, I think this is another low spot for me. When you compare it to 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 ghost protocol and fallout i think it it doesn't add up and it does feel like a weird like middle like kind of dip um but when you compare it to two it kind of pushes it back (laughs) yeah yeah when you've watched all of them in a row you're kind of like oh this one's pretty good uh yeah i think like it introduces really important characters in ilsa and uh um 
fucking bad guy. I can't remember his name now, even though he's been in two movies I've watched recently. Oh, uh, Solomon. Solomon. Solomon, Solomon, Solomon Lane. Lane. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's great. Another great villain, this like MI6 guy who turns and becomes a terrorist. And Ilsa, who's a great addition to the IMF team, um, even though she's kind of just tangentially with them throughout both five and six. Yeah, because she's part of the the British faction, right? Well, she, she's it, an or... il- infiltrator in the syndicate to start. And then it's as it turns out, she is MI6, but they've disavowed her and all that. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Max. I like five, but I can see where you may not rank it as high. I think it's it just it just seemed really boring like halfway through we were like we, is this movie going to start at some point like mm-hmm. nothing's happening and it never never did anything I by think, the end of it. Yeah, it like the like, fact that Ghost Ghost Protocol starts with the Kremlin blowing up and it's just like <laughs> this huge action scene and there's like fucking great chase stuff, the Dubai scenes are great and then like yeah, there's not like I think the opera is fun. I like yep. the opera scene. Opera's fun, and like starting off with him hanging off the side of a plane felt like that was there going to be their like, whoa, we're getting people revved up thing. But it's like, it's exciting in terms of like, wow, it looks like Tom Cruise is in a lot of fucking danger there. But like, overall, it's just like it's not as exciting. And then fucking Fallout's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just watched the second half today, and just like that foot chase where he's chasing. Henry Cavill through Paris and like just he's on a building and you know uh, Henry Cavill's walking in the street and you know Tom Cruise is he's just a fucking movie star like I he's one of those he to me he's the person who like you know there's like some people that can't they can separate the art from the artist and some people they can't Tom Cruise to me is that where like I just fucking love him on screen like he's a weird you know, guy who's kind of in charge he's of a cult, but genuine like, movie star, even though he's a weirdo yeah. in real life. But like the scene where he's like, Benji's like, go left. And he's like, left. And he goes, yeah. And he like throws a chair out the window and he's like stopping his, what's going on. He's like, I'm jumping out of a building. And it's just like, Benji's like, Oh, it's in 2d. Sorry. The, yeah. The escalation too of like, Oh shit, I can make it three. Oh, yeah. you're up inside yeah. of a building. Okay. I just, yeah. The like, delivery of I'm jumping out of a building. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a minute was he's just, he's awesome. He's so fun. He's like, I Tom Cruise, the actor, I'm almost 60. So give me a second. And, and that also, is also the jump. <laughs> I believe he, that's the jump where he broke his ankle. Isn't right? it when he jumps between like, cause it, it's Maybe like those two buildings. Yeah. He jumps between the two buildings and he gets up and he starts to move again. He's like very much dragging his leg. And I was like, Oh, I bet that's where he actually broke his ankle. Yeah, I want to say they kept that take in. So so good. The fucking bathroom scene, the bathroom fight scene, so good. Like, I I feel like to this day, probably the best... The, the, there are certain like moments, right? And Daredevil Hallway was one and then bathroom and I don't think anything at least that I've seen has come uh, up to that yet as being like everyone's got to take notice of this. Yeah. Also, it's great because stuff in RRR, but I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Mm, Oh yeah. You got to check that out. Uh, It's also great that it's Henry Cavill and uh, Tom Cruise fighting one guy and he's pretty, he's handing their asses to them for a while. It's, it's pretty crazy. I also just love how, how much they fucking destroy that bathroom. (laughs) And then those like those like <laughs> French like sentence. me playing the Goldeneye game on N sixty four. I'm just 
That um, sentence, though, I love how much they destroy that fucking bathroom. Yeah, I mean, they, they had some hot ones before it, and it did not go well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, those French guys walk in, and then, like, they have to improvise. You know, Ilsa's, like, checking his nose, and she's, like, you know, put, put pressure on it, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, they, they're they pretending, like, he has a fucking nosebleed after there's, like, like just a pool of blood on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a hole in the wall. Like, it's just, like... They fucked that place up so bad. And it's just like, oh, he's got a nosebleed. <laughs> Some yeah. people are used to bathrooms with holes in the walls. All right. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Fucking awesome movie. So good. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a ready the for the next, next one. one? Come out? It, uh, it seems like they're already starting to advertise it, but it's got. They advertised like it like last year and I don't think it's supposed to come out until like end July. of this year or next I think year. I think it's yeah. July this year. Oh, okay. Oh, July. That makes, that's a little better, but yeah. damn dude, these, yeah. these hype hype trains are way too long well i'm excited for it i'm gonna you'll be hyped to know yeah. that there's a train in are it. you gonna be excited by the time it comes out yeah. we'll see <laughs> i will absolutely. i mean you'll be re-excited but i don't know if you'll like be carrying this all will i maintain this for another five months was there a point for you to do this now rather than before you watched it is, uh, is, we'll see. i think it was just like i just wanted to watch two and so i was like i'll just watch them all whatever they're all good i don't care <laughs> no i support the decision yeah it's good cool, cool. all right let's talk about some tv shows we've seen <laughs> tv shows we've seen <laughs> we've seen robert you seen any tv well i mentioned a little bit that i had checked out an episode of rise of the teenage Mutant ninja turtles just the one where they're Battling old shredder, um, a very different style, but I enjoyed what I saw of it. Uh, I mentioned already in my movie segment that I watched the movie version. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back and revisit, um, even though I've said it's, you know, it's really good. I don't know if it's something I'm going to go watch the whole series of, but I thought it was enjoyable. Um, but not as much TV and mostly movies for me, including, um, well, we have a mini about it, but the, the last of us, which I'll just speak generally about and say is excellent. And, um, I want to say we're about a third of the way through. I think it's nine episodes. I think that's right. So, yeah. So, um, but really great so far. This, as of the recording, the third episode had recently dropped. It was really, really good. Um, so yes, people should be checking that out if they haven't already. Although I imagine some folks would rather wait and binge it all, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I like having the conversations every week in between. I think that's, I think that's fun a lot of the time. So yeah, I like um, having it spoiled immediately by the time I'm even <laughs> able to watch the, yeah, episode. I really like waking up and like everyone's takes unfiltered and non-spoiler tag takes out there. It's good. In good the headlines shit. are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking cool. And I love, it's also like, it's literally to drive engagement where like, you will be like, why the fuck would you spoil this? And it's like, ha, we got the click. We got the engagement. And it's like, yeah, it's just like that. That's the, that's the, the media verse we live in now. Fucking sucks, man. Um, so yeah, that's not a lot of TV for me. So I'll, I'll pass the baton. Max, what about you? I'll pick up the baton and keep this running. Whoa, here we go. (laughs) Like a, like a relay runner here. Uh, I watched Abbott Elementary the first season. Oh, good. I thought that was pretty fun. It's so it's, fun. Uh, it, I I really like it. It's got me laughing a lot. But uh, like, The Office 
was already made. Mm -hmm. I'll, ha I'll have them know. Like what? the fact that they did The Office again in a school. I, I enjoy the setting. I enjoy the actors. I think it's funny, but it does not have to be The Office. You can stop with that shit. Stop looking at the camera. That's not. Anyways, uh, it, it seems like I, I don't like it, but I really, I really do enjoy it. I just kind of wish it wasn't just com co completely biting. The same, they've got the same, um, like relationship too between there's a the jim and jim and pam yeah, yeah. exactly they're like oh you're dating this person but they're not good for you, you yeah there's these two characters them. pim and jam and, uh, <laughs> her name is Janine. Who, her name is janine so it's not yeah and the school has a like a paper packing uh warehouse where <laughs> her fiance currently works but those things aside i think it's it's pretty fun i really like barb barb is great barb's so funny um and I, I went back to see, like, where do I know Barb from? I think it was Moesha. She's like the stepmom in Moesha, mm -hmm. and that's where I know her from. There's um, a really funny joke in, that they introduce in the second season, and that's that she doesn't she miss like she doesn't know exactly celebrities' names, but she says them so declaratively that like, you know, she says like, ooh, that, you know, uh like she means like Philip Seymour Hoffman, but she's like, that Brian Austin Green is just so good and uh, you know, whatever. And just like they, so they always know who she means, but she always says the name incorrectly. Oh, that's good. That, that's great. I can't wait. So I'll be watching uh, season two. Yeah. At some point. Uh, they're only through two seasons, right? Uh, they're right? still airing the second season. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Then I can definitely wait. Uh, I watched one episode of Velma and I thought it was okay, but um it it's not really propelling me to watch a second episode. I have yet, heard. I mean, so we'll see. I'm I'm unsure based on like the fact that it's the internet, whether or not people hate it because it's changing a you know a beloved wink wink uh, IP or not. But like, there's a lot of vitriol about it online. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think mean, there's I a lot of angles, and I don't think it's all like you've uh, tarnished Scooby Doo because there's been lots of like people. Some people don't even like Scooby Doo or Scrappy Doo or. There's multiple iterations that people don't enjoy, but it it reads to me as someone who hasn't seen it as something that didn't have to be called Velma. And that was the only like selling point is like, hey, it's like the Scooby-Doo characters. It could have just been its own show I uh, for, it for, for as much show. as the characters seem to diverge, including Shaggy isn't called Shaggy. He's a completely different character. He's Shaggy, the Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a Jedi. <laughs> I, I just like I read it as... They they made Velma Brown because Mindy Kaling is playing her, and there's a lot of vitriol and discourse about Mindy online. A lot of men don't like her, and for mm. various reasons. I'm not saying all of them are uncalled for, but some of them are just that she's Thank a brown you. woman. <laughs> okay, um, <clears throat> but uh, I I do think that there's some like very there's a lot of ugliness on the internet about her just for her existing. And I wonder if that's a lot of where the like vitriol and criticism of the show is based. I, I, think I don't doubt that that's is, part of it, but I think but there's I, other stuff going on too. I think there is also some other stuff. Yeah. Like, that's it, what I'm it, curious about. Is it, it whether it was, or not those are founded criticisms or just that she's a Brown woman. The other thing I saw pointed out, and it seems to be a recurring theme with characters in series that she's, you know, starred in or, or been in is that like, it's a, there's a lot of like self hate, jokes like uh, like velma says like what because i'm like an ugly little you know you know unattractive but and they're like and the characters like agree with her or say like you are but blah, blah. and it's it's a weird thing of like 
could she be more empowering or less like self-deprecating? Could Not that she, that can't be funny. Could she be more empowering? Yeah, could she be? Yeah, and just smile a little, sweetheart. And just animate the little, a bit, oh, little bit of a smile. We're, we're back to this. <laughs> um, I am mad that Andrew was calling out all my comments that he saw online and then just didn't name check me. Uh, but um, no, I am, but I'm truly coming out. I haven't watched it. I also was sort of like, if this is really bad, I don't want to give it a watch to, to, you know, if it's any good and all the episodes come out and people said, actually, it, you know, it turns out it is pretty good when you watch it all. I would rather like check it out then than what I think has happened also is. I've seen content creators like react to it and being like PU and like the thumbnails and stuff. And it's like, you have, they're getting a second season probably because everyone rushed to see watch how bad, the bad it show. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, and, and I don't think, I don't think Max, do you know if all the episodes are out? I don't think they all released at once or anything. Right. I, I don't think they're all, hey, you're the out. fan. Come on, tell me. <laughs> um, but I, so it is one, another thing where it's like, well, I don't want to like, possibly secure another season of the show if it's no good i'll wait and hear how the rest of it pans out and from what i've heard they've already greenlit another one so uh, hate watch or not i think they they got the uh they got enough attention so well there, there were definitely some interesting things about it but like uh there are also a lot of tv shows out there and so i don't know if i'll continue but if somebody does tell me hey it gets really good after this episode i'll, I'll watch it you know um it's it was somewhat interesting there are there are uh, things that I liked about it. Uh, I also watched one episode of uh, Detectorists, uh, which is about two friends who are uh, into metal detecting as a hobby. Hmm. And um, one is played by Toby Jones, who is Arnim Zola. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The other is... Uh, like one eyed pirate in the Pirates Caribbean movie who also played like Dwight Schrute in the office, in the, the original yes, uh, yeah. BBC version. Uh, so the two of them are the the friends who do metal detecting. Um, and it was another one that didn't really grab me to watch a second episode, although I do hear that it gets uh, better later on. Um, but then I started watching a black lady comedy show with a lot of the actors from Abbott Elementary. And uh, that one is pretty fucking hilarious. A lot of sketches had me laughing way out loud. Um, so far, only watched the first season, but I'll continue with the, the rest of it. It's pretty good. Uh, and then I watched a couple episodes of Old Enough, cute kids going on their, their first little outing, um, followed by a bunch of camera people running around who... It's like always such a shock that the kids don't realize that they're being followed by like five people who just keep running past them and then like facing whatever they're holding at them. But that's it's pretty good and very cute. Uh, Andrew, what have you been watching? The only show I really will note is <clears throat> I started watching Will Trent, which is a new ABC show about this kind of not a it's not the psychic detective thing that they did a bunch of in like mid 2010s whereas like psych and the in the mentalist and all these things were but he's very perceptive he just notices things but he's not pretending to be a psychic like the other ones is um, this monk Didn't it's monk not monk this? yeah monk also okay. did that but he's not a he's not ocd will trend you okay. gotta give him that okay. um and you gotta give him that and you gotta give him that and if you want to think about the uh 2011 Lonely Island song, Roz Trent, while you're watching a detective show. Uh, that's how I watch this show, which is just uh, Andy Samberg saying, are you there, Jots? Me, Will Trent. 
Beautiful. So yeah, that's uh, I it's it's fine. You know, it's like a procedural. It's he's you know again he's perceptive. He can notice things that other detectives can't. So he's always coming onto the case, even though everybody hates him because he's kind of a dickhead. So it's okay. I don't know. Like I can't imagine it going super long, but also like. I guess, like, The Mentalist ran for seven seasons and Psych ran for eight seasons, so why not? I don't know. Anyways, that's it for TV. Let's talk about the movie that we're all excited to talk about here. It's Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Weird, the Al Yankovic story streaming on the Roku channel. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Weirdo Yankovic himself, if you can believe it. Evan Rachel Wood, Patton, Oswalt. Uh, and a, just a cornucopia <laughs> of very fun stunt casting. Would you guys recommend people find the Roku channel somehow and uh, watch Weird, the Al Yankovic story? Yeah, I would say so. Um, it, it was a little different than what I was expecting, but not in a bad way. And I don't think it reached the heights of like a uh, pop star, like walk hard as far as like a music mockumentary kind of thing. But I thought it was good and silly. And I think that we have a severe shortage of straight up just absurd comedies. So I appreciated that about it. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely tell tell people to kind of seek it out. Max? Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, and I, yeah, find it and then immediately delete the Roku channel after <laughs> you're done the way that I did. Um, it'll, yeah, teach you how to in, un, install and then uninstall an app. Yeah. Um, but, but I thought it was really good. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I thought everyone did a good job. And mm. it was, yeah, interesting seeing all the, the, uh, the actors playing whatever character they were supposed to <laughs> like i just think like conan o'brien <laughs> oh andy warhol yes. yeah. um yeah this is the first i believe the first movie ever made that was based on a funnier die sketch because this was um in like and like directed by the same guy eric appel did the the sketch in like 2010 or something but it's like aaron paul as weird al Olivia Wilde plays Madonna. It's like the same basic idea where it's like this dark, gritty telling of Weird Al's upbringing. Um, but, you know, Aaron Paul, they wanted to get for the movie. I think he got COVID when they were shooting. Cause like, I believe this movie was shot in less than three weeks. Jeez. Um, from Jesus. like beginning to end. So like, it's, there wasn't a lot of time if they unfortunately couldn't, you know, Aaron Paul got COVID like during, like while it was being filmed. So he just couldn't make it. That's like half the shot, half the shooting, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for, you have to wait 14 days. They're like, oh, well, that's half um, of it. But also you think they could move it back a week if it's only a week. Well, I think it was like, it probably was like in between, you know, Daniel Radcliffe shooting like the Lost City and something else. Mm. And so like, I think it was like, they only had like a certain amount of time, but um I think they. I don't think he was going to be like a big part of it, but he was supposed to be somebody in it. But um, oh, I forgot to say. Yes, I'd recommend people watch the movie. It's super funny. Um, the uh, the only thing I'll say is because this is on the Roku channel and it's free, 
they fucking load this thing up with so many ads. Yes. And, yeah. you know, like and they put them at really bad spots. It's too. so annoying. Like there's so uh, if you have like certain uh, levels of Peacock or Paramount Plus, they also put in ads. But for movies, they front load them at the beginning. And mm. I just like even if it's going to be like 20 fucking minutes of commercials at the beginning or something, just put them all there. I can go like make fucking popcorn or something. Just get them all out of the way at the beginning and then run your fucking movie. It was so annoying Mm -hmm. to get them. And it was like in like real, like it felt like more intervals than you'd get on TV. Yeah. And for me, there was like the, you know, there are a couple points where they try and do a touching moment. Right. Uh, And like during one of those, just like immediately cut to detergent. Yeah. I don't even think they realize we got, we've got a, a laundry machine that takes quarters. So uh, we don't want to be hearing anything about. <laughs> they don't know they're that really about you. Remi- they're really, they're really touching the soft spot there, yeah. right? That's really like opening some bad moves. targeting on those ads. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hate their guts. Uh, never buy anything. <laughs> I'm not even going to say their name here, but never buy any laundry detergent ever again. Yeah. Uh, now I'm, I'm curious what you guys feel about it because I think there's obviously uh, Weird Al has an iconic uh, voice, and I, I love his songs. And I was curious whether Radcliffe was going to do, attempt no. to sing anything, and it's all <laughs> it's just clearly, lip synced of, clearly of Weird Al, which I don't mind because then you're getting to hear the actual music. But I was sort of, I guess, a part of me was just kind of like, "Oh God, Radcliffe's so great. Could he have not?" I, I wonder if he tried and it just didn't sound right, or if that was that was was that ever a consideration, Did or it, was it does always? It, does it make you feel better that these are songs that Weird Al re-recorded for the movie? Really? Yeah interesting yeah for what i just to have like a cleaner better quality version or something like i don't know if it was like a cleaner version or just like yeah it was sort of playing into the trope of like he's supposed to be singing it so it sounds a little different than when he would have recorded in the like 80s maybe but Mm. i I think also there's like maybe different timing and there's also different instruments being played like rather than having a the full background band you just have the accordion rather than well like in i mean the the verse of my baloney that he does in the eighties is the same thing. It's just the accordion, but in a, is it really? Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think this is a super funny, I mean, like it's a, it's a clearly on purpose mistelling of weird Al's origin story Mm -hmm. and all the trials and tribulations that he's been through. They, you know, he has a fucking drug addiction. He's banging Madonna um i some of the like escobar she's like force feeding him liquor before he goes on stage he's like come on drink some more there's a you know like the origin it's a lot of it is like the kind of clunky origin stories of his songs you know he's he's been roommates with his band or the the his roommates become his bandmates yeah but you know he's like whose baloney is this or you know whatever he's like oh that's my baloney and then like my sharon is playing on the radio and just like my baloney the one that i like if we can just jump around a bit is near the end when he finally has like, he finally gets back to his, his home and he kind of reconciles with his dad and they're sitting around and trying to like prompt him basically Uh, to come up with uh, fat. And, but I really didn't like that. They had the actress like in this really bad, I didn't like like that suit. And I was like, this is, there's, there's a much better way to have made this happen. And I also don't know if weird Al, has kind of like does he not perform that anymore or does he not 
I'm trying to remember if there's like a thing with that now where he's like, uh, I don't actually do that song. Like, maybe I'm making that up, <clears throat> but it was just a weird thing. And it's like, what? Well, also, why didn't you get like a, I guess it, would it be rude to have a bigger actress and then call her fat? I don't know. It just, it was a weird way to get to that song. And then, and then they veer off anyway and do uh, Amish paradise. I just thought it was kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I also didn't like the fat suit on the mom. I thought those, it was kind of, weirdly mean spirited for a movie that's like kind of be just like goofy and silly and I maybe just, just trying to acknowledge that that is another huge song of his <laughs> right but it was just i don't know yeah i, I think, think they, i think they were inspired by the movie the whale and all the credit that um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the actor's been getting yeah um i think one of my favorites was um the eat it origin story where like he mm-hmm. eat it's an original song of his and michael jackson is the one who did the <laughs> pastiche of weird al like he did the song and then they're like al you gotta hear this and it's like michael they start playing i thought i was curious what they were doing because i was like are they just going to like pretend michael jackson doesn't exist and like that's mm-hmm. sort of the workaround of that but instead it's you no know, he stole the song from weird al because he, weird al, he did the cover yeah weird al decided yeah. he's only doing originals from here on out and they like try I, to put. They're like, "What's that?" And he's like, "That's your Michael Jackson." And he's like, "Get that out of here!" Like, this isn't a Mike. You know, he's he ruined this for me. Like, yeah. he you know did a parody of my song. Yeah, he and I like how he even did the video and everything. I was kind of wondering if they were going to bring Michael Jackson in as you know, like a, a celebrity who is doing Michael Jackson. Probably a good idea that they didn't. Probably, uh, but <laughs> they did have Gallagher though. It was funny how like how upset that he got over the fact that somebody had just taken his song and, and done. Hey, we did. Uh, we got a little Coolio in there also. The yeah, Coolio the was great. Um, yeah. Um, so I I don't know what were some of your favorite because like some of these casting choices were just so funny. But like who were who were some of the standout ones for you guys? Uh, well, I just mentioned, but I did like seeing uh, Paula Tompkins as. Um, Gallagher. Gallagher as yeah, Gallagher um, I'm trying to think of some of the other Yorma got... Yorma as Peewee yeah that was good was really funny Yorma's uh, Peewee I didn't know I don't think I realized that was Yorma that's pretty great yeah um, oh you know what I also is um, Wolfman Jack uh, Black yeah <laughs> that was very funny Matt, uh, what were you gonna say Dave, D- Dave Desmelchin that's right as... close personal <laughs> friend of yours yeah exactly Best buds, I got him on speed dial. I uh, I ring him up. I say, "Hey, I'm really proud of you in the in the Weird Al movie." Uh huh. And he was and, like, "It's good to hear from you again." And Rain Wilson as Doctor Demento was really good. Yeah, he did yeah. a good job. That was another. But I mean, oh sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, in this sketch, Patton plays um, Doctor Demento, and he was supposed to reprise it, but I think there was something that prevented him from doing it. COVID. Uh, but he was able to be the bar heckler who didn't believe in Weird Al while he sang um, I Love Rocky Road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he starts to, like, cry in the middle of it because it's just so touching. That when the guy goes up to the bar to order uh, a to pint order a, a, yeah, a pint of ice cream, and, he, and he's like, uh, This is a bar. We don't serve ice cream. And he says, You better by the end of this song for your. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have hell to pay or something. That's so good. I love that. Uh, um, uh, of course, uh, Weird Al is an original character. Uh, the, the record <laughs> the, executive. I'm assuming original character. Yeah, the record executive. Uh, no, I'm looking at the list now, and that I didn't also realize that uh, Akiva 
of Lonely Island was uh, Alice Cooper. That's right. Because I saw <laughs> I saw the Alice Cooper makeup, but I was like, I couldn't I couldn't place the person. That's really funny. Um, and then Emo Phillips as Salvador Dali was another weird one. Yeah, I really liked. So uh, Will Forte also plays. Um, the brother of Weird Al's character. Yeah, Tony Record Scotty, executive. by the way, who's a, I believe, a real producer of some kind. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Will Forte, yeah, plays his brother. And the scene where he's like telling Weird Al why he's not going to make it, and he's like dressing him down. He's like, You're stupid music. You got your stupid Hawaiian shirts. And it kind of felt like Will Forte was like, going off the cuff because at a certain point weird al as tony scott he's like okay go easy on him like it was just like he was like cutting too close to the bone of like you know like things that are really criticizable about weird al he's like okay go easy on him but i thought that was a fun little thing but um yeah like uh what's his name lin manuel lin manuel miranda is early in the movie as the doctor who's delivering Mm -hmm. weird al and apparently he called Weird Al as soon as he heard the movie was being made. And he's like, I want to be in it. Whatever you Wait, want me to be, I'll be in it. He's not delivering Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al's not a baby at that point. Yeah, he's being a, that's like during the oh, car crash. Oh, that's that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, he's delivering right. him back from the kingdom Death. of heaven. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, yeah, Conan as Andy Warhol was very funny to see. Um Quinta but Bronson, Evan Rachel Wood killed it as Madonna. I thought oh, yes, she was super fun. Sure. great as Madonna. Quinta Bronson from Abbott Elementary as Oprah, Oprah was all, he's like, so good. I wonder. I just like it must have been such a thrill for her to get to play Oprah, even if it's for like thirty seconds or a minute, however long she's on screen. It's like I bet that was really fun for her to do that. I imagine. I imagine everyone was having fun on this set yeah. for the two weeks that they were filming. Right, despite it being a extremely short uh, filming cycle, I think everybody probably had a really good time. I mean, like, I think um, what excited Daniel Radcliffe about this was that he gets to, you know, like he's he's typecast as, or everybody thinks of him as as Harry Potter. So whenever he gets to do something like Swiss Army Man or be like a fucking maniac as Weird Al Yankovic, like that's probably exciting what's, for him. What's the gun? He, but I feel like now he's he's done more of those than anything else. Like he had that one where guns were nailed to his hand. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. I didn't. I never watched it. But I didn't. I didn't no, I I think he's done a good job of picking some interesting projects, and I think he's he's hopefully. Uh, I know. I think he's doing better now too. I think he was. Uh, uh, having alcohol issues at one yeah. point. I think he's gotten past that. So just makes me happy because you, you want someone that has been working since they were a child uh, to come out on the other yeah. end. And, uh, then, and then he was able to relive those moments on screen. As uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, weird Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I will, this is a complaint though. You watch UHF. There's the scene where we have your weird Al completely unedited with his shirt off as Rambo. Um, and he's enormous because you remember, I'm sure. Uh-huh. So the fact that they made him less in shape in this movie is kind of fucked he's up. He's still jacked. Yeah, he, was way, he was way less in shape in this one. Good. God. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like annoying because in yeah. UHF, you see what he really looked like back then. And this one, it's like, you know what? Couldn't, Ra- couldn't Radcliffe have like bulked up a little or make, couldn't he have done some work? I, I hate to judge, but I, you know. I'm finally yeah. picking up on what you're saying. And yes, I agree, Robert. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. I do think it's really funny that they have the really go back and watch UHF. It's a great movie, but like the gross, weird, like prosthetic body that he's yeah. wearing in that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I thought it was really funny when uh, when they went to um, Pablo Escobar's place and he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt that's camo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's that so is good. good. Yeah. And so- uh, there's like the straw boy in the in the woods that they like shot at. <laughs> yeah, the same one that uh, Ron Swanson was setting up. <laughs> you have to listen to it. Listen to the mini, mini for that. For that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the streams. This is. A- <laughs> The, uh, the the ending I don't do we want to talk about the ending of the movie? Sure, we yeah. always do. They have a they have a fucking shootout in Pablo Escobar's hideout, um, and Madonna stays behind and becomes the new basically the new Pablo Escobar and d- decides that she's going to run the the drug the cartel drug war, the drug cartel. And Weird Al's accepting an award for Amish Paradise, right? Or he's yeah, accepting some so. award. She he Dressed gets a, the Joker essentially. He gets assassinated, <laughs> and then Madonna goes to visit his grave, and like the end of <laughs> and like the end of Carrie, <laughs> his arm breaks out of the ground, <laughs> grabs her, and that's that's the end of the movie. Yeah, they didn't even do the Carrie thing of like cutting to Madonna waking up and like freaking out. No, like, just ah. it's like nope, he came back to life and killed killed her. I guess yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and oh. as we know from the song "Now You Know," which was an original song created for the movie, the movie's canon. Wow, I, that that song was cracking me up too. Like everything about the movie is true. How'd you like the part where I died? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah, such a funny thing of like changing the story to him him and his tombstone i think says like born 19 you know 30 56 or whatever and it's like ate it 19 <laughs> you know 85 or whatever <laughs> thought that was good um yeah very and also another very a very walk hard ending because that ends with dewey cock getting a lifetime achievement and then passing away on stage seconds <laughs> later so <laughs> i like that trend <laughs> yeah this uh. is it's a very fun movie if you enjoy walk hard you know the kind of fake biopic movie where they're just yeah. fucking around this is a an excellent uh entry into that genre it's super funny super fun we love daniel radcliffe with his yeah. shirt off with his shirt off i'm not gonna complain yeah and, when he declined that jacket i was like good move <laughs> and like i think like you know there was a there was like an interview circuit that he was doing promoting lost city and I forget what show it was on, but they were like, so you're going to play Weird Al. And the way his face lit up where he got to talk about the movie and like talk about being Weird Al, it just seems like he was just so on board with this and got to have so much fun doing it. So I'm really glad that he loved it because I fucking love yeah. Weird Al. I, yeah. yeah, I I grew up really, really listening to a lot of Weird Al at a certain point in my life and mm-hmm. like haven't done a whole lot of that since. But it was really fun to go back and like relive uh all the glory days of yeah. all of his fun stuff and the new songs a banger the new songs a banger yeah you should uh should go back and listen to some of the stuff that's come out since you stopped listening he's a i should prolific guy talented um, very talented i think he even talented. did a tour recently or in the last few years where it was none of the covers it was all just his original music was too. it like the overly you know whatever like self-indulgent something to her yeah might yeah. have been something like that um yeah he's so great um any final thoughts on the movie before we go? No, yeah, it's good. Like you said, I Roku is the maybe the biggest frustration with the whole thing because it, it, the way the ads are are not even it's not even like on good act breaks and stuff necessarily. It's just like really annoying the way it, they're parsed out, especially if you're on the free account. But um, don't let that be a detriment. You know, still check it out, and then you know you could free sign up and just 
you know, you have access to all sorts of stuff. I mean, yeah, future uh, Weird Al movies. I don't think you have to sign up for anything. I just downloaded it and uh, yeah, you I don't, put it on. You don't need to have an account or anything. It's just there. And what did I sign up for? <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, again, it's the, yeah, Roku is the biggest impediment to this movie. Mm-hmm. I honestly, if this were available for rent, I would almost recommend people rent it over watching it for free on Roku, but it's only available on Roku. So I, yeah, that's annoying. I mean, hopefully at some point, I mean, God willing Roku goes under to sell the rights <laughs> please, to some streamer that please. doesn't put the ads in. Yeah. Um, I yeah. would, I would love a, or a physical copy Cause I, I think that's also even rarer nowadays is getting physical copies of anything like this. A yeah. lot of the times they get put on a streaming service and that's it. So, uh, yeah, other than the platform, uh, it's it's an enjoyable one. So yeah, yeah. but I, I do think that they're aware of the fact that nobody has watched anything else on the Roku channel. So if you type the letter W, it's in, the, the first thing. <laughs> it's also wow. like we have a Roku in our living room. It is frequently the thing that's being promoted on the side. You know, like the side thing there. So it is. Oh, that's good at least. Yeah, it's still like a thing that they are really trying to get people to watch but it's what we've got yeah <laughs> please <laughs> download the roku channel we have the weird al movie and then buy some detergent <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye